The Z-Ball Podcast is a casual conversation that occasionally delves into mature subjects and may contain vulgar adult language. Listener discretion is advised. the Z-Ball podcast and our preview of the 2021 NBA draft, recording this on a Wednesday night in Southern California, less than 24 hours away from the start of the 2021 NBA draft. And joining me tonight, we've got Rebound. What up, Rebound? How's it going? What's up, Z-Ball? I'm doing great. How about yourself? Doing well. And we got Anis. What up, Anis? How's it going? Oh, it's going absolutely fantastic. Okay, yeah, we got the draft coming up tomorrow, but first, uh, shout out to the Milwaukee Bucks. Congratulations to the Milwaukee Bucks for winning the 2021 NBA Finals over Phoenix in six games. And Giannis, a heck of a hell of a performance, an all-timer, uh, gets his first Finals MVP, his first championship. So, we'll start with you, Rebound. So, what's kind of the, has Giannis taken over, taken, taken the mantle as the, as the top, top dog in the NBA? Uh, it's tough to argue either way. I mean, you know, he's still got the rent there, uh, right there. But, yeah, this was one of the greatest finals performances of all time, no doubt. All right, Anis, what, what, what do you think about Giannis? Uh, does this catapult him forward, uh, moving forward in his career? He's only, I think, 26, 27 right now. Does this uh, kind of like a passing of the torch uh, in some sorts? What do you think? Uh, there's a couple parts to this. First of all, I don't know how you play like that after hyperextending that knee. Uh, that's just, uh, I don't know what kind of, he actually is a freak of nature. Um, secondly, like, you know, he's uh, he achieved what he wanted to achieve in Milwaukee. So now he's a little bit more relaxed. Uh, so it'll be interesting to see what he does next year. Um, thirdly, it's a question for rebound. So, you think that signing with Milwaukee Bucks was worth it for Giannis? No, yeah, obviously, but I, I originally didn't think they would beat the Nets. I didn't think they would beat the Nets, but then obviously the injuries came came by. But... I think I think that was the finals. I like when that series was going on. Yeah, that's what my friend said, and he dropped like a couple k on the Bucks to win it. Yeah, but you know, it's uh, I haven't seen a player play like that on both offensive and defensive and in the, in a final series um, like that in a while. Like, you know, five blocks and still chasing down almost every shot he can and that doesn't show up on the on the, on the scoreboard. Yeah, I mean, it was hell of a, hell of a, hell of a performance from him and uh, this kind of validates his back-to-back NBA uh MVP seasons, uh, a lot of people kind of uh, were ragging on him. I mean, kind of myself included a little bit. I mean, I thought for sure he was Yeah, good. yeah, and, and uh, he, he made his free throws in the last game. He did. 
17 that, for 19 in the last good. game, and you, you got to give him credit. I mean, he's just on top of the NBA world right now. Yeah, it's good for him. Uh, you know, from uh, where he started, his family, where they're selling stuff on the street, and now to this, that's just uh, fairy tale stuff. So, good for him. Yeah, for sure. So, but uh, I guess moving forward, I guess into the draft we'll, we'll discuss the draft now so rebound what are your thoughts obviously we Kay cunningham big uh favorite to go number one minus eight thousand or something like that so yeah, something like that yeah so he's going one to the pistons so what what do you see with Kay cunningham in the nba how does this game translate uh who do you think what kind of player can he become like i don't really know i haven't really watched too much tape on him so i can't say and i'll pass it to honest Okay, honest. What do you think about about Cade Cunningham? Uh, a lot of com- some comparisons have been thrown out. Luka Doncic, uh, James Harden. What what do you see from him? Um, I I think he's more athletic than Luka Doncic. Uh, uh, I'm not sure if he has the Luka Doncic. Uh, I I don't think you can compare any any of the players that are coming from the NCAA to Luka Doncic, who's played. In the Euro League and won the Euro League MVP, so he's had a lot more professional experience. Uh, I think Kate Cunningham is going to be good, but it's going to take him a year or two, or, or a couple of years to get where Luka Doncic is now. Okay, rebound is Detroit all set? I mean, any late uh, late draft fireworks that we see or anything like no, that? No, they're taking Cunningham, hundred percent. Taking Cunningham for sure. Okay, I mean, after that, uh, we have Jalen Green from the G League and Evan Mobley. That's any mock draft you look at, those those three are going in the top three in that order pretty much. So what do you see rebound from Evan Mobley? What, what do you think? A lot of some, some comparisons throwing out uh, Chris Bosh, but much better defensively. What do you think? Yeah, they said Chris Bosh offensively, Anthony Davis defensively. Okay. That's what they're saying. And then do you see him kind of being a kind of a... a a, a new bridge between uh, LeBron for Cleveland, a, a kind of a guy that can take them into the future and kind of uh, leave LeBron behind and kind of start a new kind of chapter for the the Cavaliers. What do you think? I don't know. I hope so. Uh, for the city of Cleveland, they need it, uh, and I, I hope he does. They're going to have Jared Allen and Evan Mobley in the front court. That's going to be a nice front court. And they're also trying to trade their other young players, uh, Colin Sexton, and Darius Garland, so I don't know what they can get for that. Yeah, I mean, I think Evan Mobley, uh, obviously, me being biased chair, a USC alum, uh, so I, I really like his game. Uh, he's kind of the prototypical big man that that uh, thrives in today's NBA. Um, long, athletic, uh, can shoot uh, from outside, uh, can dribble the ball, defends really well, defends pick and roll, defends... Uh, guards up up there at the top of the key so i think uh he's going to be an absolute uh beast in the nba and it's going to be fun to watch him play and then uh, Unis, uh kind of rounding out kind of the top five we have jalen suggs and scotty barnes uh i don't know if you saw jalen suggs but do you see him as a a good option for toronto now that kyle lowry is most likely leaving uh, yeah, given the draft uh, at F4, I think that he's the best choice. Um, I think he brings that uh, 
Uh, he has that d- uh, defensibility. Uh, he has good. He has good size. Um, he's good at passing. Um, so I think he can come in there, and you know, he can be the one of the core pieces if they're gonna do a rebuild because they're thinking of my. Uh, you know, they might trade Pascal Siakam. Kyle Lowry is gonna leave. Um, so they're they're gonna be in a rebuild. So this could be a centerpiece or at least one of the important pieces of a rebuild. Yeah, for sure. I think uh, as Nick Nurse have sh- has shown as well, he's not afraid to kind of go with a small guard lineup with Van Vliet as well. So I think him and Van Vliet in the backcourt and then kind of uh, building kind of like a new s- sort of culture there in Toronto after kind of two years ago, their title season. And then let's move into your, your team on this, uh, the Golden State Warriors. Uh, what are they going to do at number seven? I mean, any possibilities? There's a lot of rumblings of trades with possibly Bradley Beal, maybe Pascal Siakam. What do you see happening for the Warriors? Uh, they gotta make a trade. They cannot. They cannot take these picks uh, and waste the last one, one or two years left of Curry and Clay Thompson. Uh, we don't even know how Clay Thompson is going to be once he gets back, but they cannot waste another year or two. By playing with these uh, lottery picks, so uh, who do you want? Trade it and at Pascal Siakam, like that—that's the best trade scenario. Okay, but who are you willing to give up? Are you Beals. willing to give up Walvin? What gets it done? Wiggins, the pick, and uh, another second-round pick or something. What what gets that done? They gotta include yeah, Wiseman. So the proposed trade I saw was Wiggins, Wiseman, seven and fourteen. I think they don't need to give that much up for wow, Siakam. Wow, that's a lot Just for Pascal Siakam. That's a lot. Yeah, that's a lot. Like, you know, I think they can do, like, Wiseman and uh, and the 7th pick. Uh, well, you got to get Wiggins for salary purposes. I think I think they have to keep at least one of the picks just to, because you get, like, kind of like a, a rotational guy on a cheap salary. And that's a, yeah, a big you know, asset they, in today's NBA. If they can get Jonathan Kuminga at 7, um, and, you know... Like, get some size in there because it, with Draymond, uh, Wiseman, Clay Thompson, Curry, like, that's not a lot of size. Well, if you're getting Siakam, you have size and Wiseman's gone. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. So, if you get rid of Siakam, you get, uh, uh, you got you got to get, uh, Pascal Siakam. You can't How do you get feel about Drummond? And Damian Lillard. Like, you can't. You can't instead of Drummond, like if they could target Jared Allen, that would be like you know. They're not getting Jared Allen. I just, I'm just gonna shut that. that you know? I'm, not, I'm gonna shut that out of the door right now. Yeah, Jared Allen yeah. being restricted—that's gonna be tough. <laughs> the Cavs yeah, said they're willing they're to trade anyone besides they, Jared Allen. You know, any trade, but they can't give up Wiseman and uh, uh, um, Wiggins for both uh, for Siakam. They gotta give up uh, Wiggins. Well, you have to give up Wiggins for contract for for contract purposes. Yeah, yeah, I know, but you can't give up Wiseman along with him. Yeah, definitely. I I think it's it's got to be. I I think Wiggins and one of those picks, and then maybe some other some other stuff in there you can throw, but uh, definitely not they both of them. Yeah, they can't go after Bradley Beal. They don't need Bradley Beal. He's not going to be good in their system. They don't yeah, he need will. Uh, he's, I don't know why you and Tristan are saying that. He's going to be the perfect fit in their system, bro. Do you know how short that lineup is with Curry, Clay Thompson? Do you know that the Bradley lineups Beal go small today? What's up? 
The lineups are small today, man. All lineups oh, are small. No. no, not that small, man. And he, he, he's just another scorer. They don't need another scorer. Is he just is he just kind of like repetitive uh, with uh, with kind of what Clay and Steph do, and then I think uh, I've I've heard this before as well. We're kind of missing the point with the that those Warriors teams that dominated that on that five year run they had uh, a lot of some of those guys like Iguodala and Livingston that could handle the ball, defend, play make. Uh, Golden State is missing more of those guys. They only really have Draymond in that aspect. Loving. It, it, yeah, so they don't, to fill those roles, they don't need to go and get guys in Beal and Damian Lillard's tier. They need to fill, up, fill it up with role players. Okay, wh- what do you think about... Uh, there's been some rumors as well about the Australian guy in the draft, Josh Giddy. How do, how do you see him fitting in with the Warriors? Can he be that possible playmaker that they're missing, or that that they need more of? Hey, it's good. He's six eight, uh, but you know his jump shot is not that great. His his defense not that great. So he could develop into something, but he he has the size, um, and so he has a good passing ability. Uh, but other than that, he's just. He's not really good at anything. He's just average. Okay, so aside from those two targets we mentioned for the Warriors, because I I agree with you a hundred percent. I mean, after the two year hiatus that they've had, the Warriors they need to be more uh, sense of urgency, kind of uh, at the back end of uh, Steph's prime, and kind of be more urgent and be kind of in a win now mode, and. They have to kind of go after a trade for sure and get a legitimate superstar that, or a legitimate star that can help them right now. So aside from those two, we mentioned Bradley Beal and Pascal Siakam. Any other wild card names that come into mind? Uh, for a trade? Yeah, for a trade. Uh, Damon Lillard, is that name's up there? Um I don't know. I don't see any other trade happening, but like you know, that makes sense contract-wise. Obviously, okay. fit-wise, there's few others. Any any possibility for Ben Simmons or no? They pulled out. No hell, freaking no hell, freaking no. Like that cannot happen. Like this, that. Oh my god. Like you know, that's like you know, for me to stop being a fan of Golden State. Like you know, Ben Simmons cannot cannot come there. Okay, got it. So no BOD for Ben Simmons. Hell no. Like they, I'd rather have the team just like it is. I, I, uh, no Ben Simmons. No BOD for Ben Simmons. So you're saying DeAndre so Jordan's on the block. Would you, you be interested? What's that? DeAndre Jordan's on the block. What do you think about that? You think he would be a good fit? That that's a good role role pickup. Yeah, so we can pick up guys like that. That you know don't you don't need to do. Anything else is grab the rebound, go for a few blocks. I think Avery Bradley would be a good fit. Yeah, he could fill like the Eagle Dollar role. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't think he's as good of a playmaker as Eagle Dollar was in his heyday. But yeah, and then DeAndre Jordan—that's more kind of like the Javale McGee's that they they would sign in the in those years and stuff. So he's not really moving yeah. the needle. I mean, 
So the only only one really I think is Pascal Siakam because he can kind of play make. He's long. He can defend. I think he he can do, he'll be a good defender kind of in that Warriors team defensive setting. So I think yeah, that's. And he he played great as the second or third option with Kawhi in 2019. So when he plays as like third option. Yeah, if he if he's in like a legitimate culture, like uh, not the spotlight on him, he can be truly be. Uh, a very good player as we saw in that in those finals and then in that playoff run in 2019 so we'll see what happens with the Warriors uh, it should be interesting what they do they're they're definitely going to move I think one of those picks in my opinion but moving on to some other uh, names in, in the lottery rebound any other guys you think that can make uh, an impact any other Franz Wagner what do you think about him Mo Wagner's brother uh, everyone's saying he's going to be really good I don't know but because Mo Wagner is solid, but not like great. Like, but he, if he's gonna go top ten, I mean, that's some big time shit right there. Okay, what about some other borderline guys in the lottery? Davion Mitchell, Chris Duarte. Uh, these guys like combo guard guys can play, make, defend, shoot. What do you yeah, think about? Yeah, for sure. Davion's gonna be good, just like his brother Donovan. So, uh, he'll be similar to him. And. I, I, everyone's hyping up Scotty Is he Barnes. his brother? I don't th- are, are they brothers? Are they? I mean, they're very, very soon. They look alike. I don't, I don't think they're brothers. <laughs> uh, brother from another mother. All right. Honestly, uh, outside of the lottery, I don't know much. I mean, any other guys you, th- you, you see in the first round that could possibly be a- any kind of superstars or anything? Uh I don't know about superstar, but Franz Wagner from Germany. Um, he's a 6'10 power forward. Um, you know, he's, he's basically a, a little bit above average on pretty much everything aside from athleticism and strength. So he can work on those two things. Um, but, you know, players that come from Europe, they play a little bit of a tougher basketball. Um, and they're just groomed a little bit better. So I think he could be... One of those uh, sleepers in this draft. Okay, got it. So, should be a fun draft. We'll see what happens. Uh, rebound, before we move on to some of this free agency stuff, any possible like other movement you see go- happening in, in the draft, like the pick-wise, uh, swapping of picks, anything like that? Yeah, there's definitely going to be some movement. I mean, there was no movement today at all, and there's definitely going to be some movement. I'd say after pick five, there'll be movement. The, like we, we talked about, the Warriors could be the first one to move their pick. But there's definitely going to be some big-time shit going down tomorrow, and I'm excited for the fireworks. Okay, so let's see what happens in the draft. It should be fun, but let's move on to some of these free agents. I mean, not really any major ones, if you consider like the top two guys have player options. I mean, and... Most likely, they don't really, they're not really considered to be going anywhere. So, we'll start with Kawhi. What, what do you think happens with Kawhi with, after his partially torn ACL? He's going to miss six to nine months. Does he stay with the Clippers or does he uh, go into free agency and uh, sign with another team? Uh, I'm a Clipper hitter before I say anything. And I do, I truly hope he stays with the Clippers. Uh, he, he left Toronto to come to LA and. Uh, I wouldn't see why he's gonna leave now, but he every like a lot of people have said this. Uh, 
He's a weird guy, so you never know. I'd give him like a 5% chance of leaving. I yeah. think Dallas could be a good fit with Luka. Just throwing it out there. Okay. What do you think, Anis? What, what does Kawhi do? I think he'll stay. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I think he'll stay as well. But, I mean, like Rebound said, I mean, you, you never know with Kawhi. And then, I mean, I think he's probably the only superstar in the NBA that has successfully hit a, a torn ACL injury. <laughs> so, yeah. So we'll see you what know, happens that's with him. One of the things that scares the Clippers, because Clippers told him it's a sprain and then he got it diagnosed himself and that doctor said it's a, it's a tear. So, you know, it could be Spurs all over again. Yeah, I mean, uh, we'll uh, there's kind of been some rumblings about that. He wasn't happy with their medical staff and stuff, but... I, I just think uh, the way the Clippers played, like the surrounding cast around him, uh, getting to the Western Conference Finals after he got hurt, I think they've done enough to kind of secure him, and I think he'll stay with, with the Clippers. So uh, let's move on to the next big guy, uh, Chris Paul. Uh, obviously, heartbreaking finals loss for him, his first NBA Finals in his career, uh, losing a 2-0 lead and not playing well in some of those games. So... He has a player option for $44 million on this. Do you think he opts in, or do you think he uh, opts out of that and uh, test free agency to try to get that last deal of his career? What do you think? No, he's going to try to get the last deal. I think his stock is up. He's going to try to get that three-year, $100 million mark. Um, I don't know if he'll be able to get it, but I think uh, instead of just taking this, because he's on a high right now. He just made the NBA Finals, took the... You know, led the uh, Phoenix Suns at least as leadership was to the NBA Finals. So I think he'll go for the three year, 100 mil, 90, 100 mil, something around there. Okay, yeah, and rebound, Suns, major conundrum. I mean, do you pay the guy, the old guy, I mean, 36, uh, and probably declining, like, kind of like physic physicality wise, or do you kind of uh, let him walk and then kind of worry about some of those other young guys you have with DeAndre Ayton, Mikhail Bridges you got to pay at some point? What 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 do you do here if you're Phoenix I mean, this and is James a, Jones? That's a tough decision. I mean, this guy just took you to the finals when you haven't made the playoffs for 10 years. So it's kind of like, well, what do you do? He's old, though. So I don't know, but... He's definitely opting out and going to secure the bag. Okay, so does he does he get the 100 mil? I think so. I've been saying okay. it even before he made the finals. All right, yeah, I think he, he's he's definitely earned it, but I don't I don't know. I mean, it's it's really tough for Phoenix. I mean, does does everything fall right for them again? Kind of in the playoffs and kind of what how it broke out for them and everything all the kind of injuries to other teams. I mean, I don't know if it will, but they definitely can make another run. I mean, at least to the second and third round, a second round at least. And I mean, without Chris Paul, they're they're getting bounced in the first round, for sure. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, but a lot of tough decisions for James Jones, uh, Phoenix GM, to make. We'll see what he does w with Chris Paul and some of those other young guys that uh, have their rookie deals expiring. So next up, we got John Collins, restricted free agent on the Hawks. Does he go anywhere? Rebound? What does does Atlanta keep him? Uh, Atlanta will match anything he gets. Okay. 
What do you think about John Collins on this? I think he'll stay. He'll stay. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't really see him going anywhere. I mean, I probably have to agree. I think Atlanta kind of wants to keep that young core around, and he's kind of uh, a part of that. I mean, he's probably behind some of the other names in there, but for sure, obviously Trey Young, but I think he's part of that, that core foundation they're building, and they'll keep him around. So what about your boy, rebound Lonzo Ball, restricted? Yeah, I think he's going to bounce. Uh, they're saying the Pelicans, obviously we, we heard the trade that they just made to clear up some cap, then they're going to go after Kyle Lowry, so I think they're moving on. Okay, and then uh, speaking of, of Kyle Lowry, I mean, who, who do you think signs him and what, what type of money do you think he gets? Uh, he's seeking three or ninety. I don't know if he gets that. Uh, and then, like between these three point guards, Conley, Lonzo Ball, and Kyle Lowry, which one gets the bigger deal out of those three? What do you think? Honest, go ahead. I think Lonzo will get it. Lonzo. Especially if he, especially if he can go to a team. Um, uh, where um, you know he doesn't have to be the first or second scoring option. Um, he's he's a good defender, and you know it's hard to find guards who defend good. Um, I think that he'd be a better fit for a team that already have two scorers. But if someone needs a scoring guard, then they gotta go with uh, Kyle Lowry uh, over John Conley. Okay, yeah, I, I think Lowry has that kind of that veteran moxie, I think. So I think he's going to be kind of like more coveted, I think. And any possibility rebound that your Lakers get him? Uh, there's always a possibility. I mean, I, I don't see it happening, but if he's willing to take How a they, They're going to pay him that much? Probably sign and trade. If they, if they want to get one of the big free agents, it'll have to be a sign and trade with Schroeder included no, I think for Lakers, the best option is DeRozan. I agree 100%. Yeah, he keeps, yeah, I've been saying it. Like, I've been saying it. Yeah. Everyone wants like Westbrook, and I was like, no, man, no. So w what happens with DeRozan? I mean, Lakers already kind of not one of the best, sh better shooting three-point three point shooting teams in the league, and you're bringing in a guy that's, mid-range heavy, so what does that do to kind of improve the Lakers' three-point uh, shooting rebound? That's fine. He, he can drop 20 every game. You're getting a, a consistent third star that can give you uh, 20 points a game when LeBron and it, it has an off night or AD has an off night, so you don't have to worry about that. I mean, that was supposed to be KCP, but sometimes he lays an egg. But DeRozan's going to give it to you every night. You know you're... He's not a superstar, but he's a solid. He's a solid player. He's gonna give you. You know what you're getting every night. Okay, fair enough. So, uh, what what do the Lakers do? I mean, wh what do you think ultimately happens with how, what what uh, chips does Rob Palinka pull? I don't know. I mean, I trust Palinka with whatever he does, but I hope they get the Rosen. Everyone wants Buddy Hield. He's more of a flashy name, but you know, the Rosen. It seems like everyone's going to be on the Lakers next year. Russell Westbrook, Chris Paul, Damian Miller, Kyle Exactly, Lowry, yeah. Or... 
That, that's what I was telling Ennis. Lakers are interested in everyone, and everyone's interested in Lakers. I don't know if any, everyone's interested in them, but... DeRozan said he is. <laughs> yeah, DeRozan. Yeah, DeRozan is. And I don't know why they haven't... They should just go all in. DeRozan's a perfect third option. Kyle Lowry said he is. But yeah... Kyle I mean, Lowry, I think... It's they don't need him because LeBron plays the point so many so much, so they don't need Kyle Lowry. So DeRozan's gonna probably fetch around twenty five million a year, right? So it's 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 got to be sign and trade with Schroeder. Yeah, yeah, but he said he's willing to take a pay cut because it's to come home, you know. What kind of pay cut? He didn't say exactly, but he was on Club Shay Shay, and he said he's willing to take a pay cut. Yeah, on paper he's gonna take a pay cut, but you know, LeBron. I would say twenty million. <laughs> okay. If you go over the cap, on, if you go twenty million over the cap, it's sixty million dollars in luxury tax, right? <laughs> Warriors paid that this year for Uber. Well, the Warriors have to roll the dice. I mean, that that was, I'm not obviously it wasn't the right move, but they had to do something with Clay Thompson out for the season. Yeah, I know. Ubre had a good season before, too. He just didn't fit in the system. And he just... <laughs> yeah, and he kind of messed up Weldon, too. Yeah, he messed up what? He messed up Draymond. That's a rebound sink. How? Triple single. <laughs> triple single. Know, That's Barkley's line for Draymond. He's averaging the triple single. <laughs> all right, all right. All right, so uh, who do you think Lakers are gonna get? Lakers? I mean, I don't know who. I mean, really? I mean, I I don't see Lowry. I just I just think the 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 pay uh, the paycheck for that is too steep. The money is too steep for that Lowry. But uh, I mean, I could see like I I probably gotta agree with you guys with DeRozan. Just being him, being kind of the hometown guy. I think he grew up idolizing Kobe. So, him kind of returning home from uh, San Antonio. And, I mean, I think he, he probably feels uh, kind of a little like, uh, still like going after that title. Because Toronto literally won the title the year after they traded for him. So, I think kind of that... That's kind of the best situation for him. Come to the Lakers and be the third guy between, behind LeBron and Anthony Davis. Uh, kind of uh, be like another ball handler in late game situations alongside LeBron. And I think that's really the realistic shot to get like a legitimate guy. But like outside of that, I mean, I mean, do you... Maybe re-sign Schroeder. I mean, I don't think anybody on the Lakers really wants to... Or any Laker fan that I talk to wants Schroeder back. And then after that, you're looking at kind of like... Just like some other guys. I mean, Oladipo, kind of another like guy maybe similar to DeRozan. He's injured, but he's an unrestricted free agent, so... Yeah, he, but his value drops drastically, Torn ACL and you're a free agent. If you're not uh, name Kawhi Leonard, you're not a top five player. Like. Yeah, I mean another name. I mean that we've heard is uh, Spencer Dinwiddie as well. He's another local LA guy, so he he can come back home possibly to the Lakers. So we'll yeah. see. But 
legitimate like uh like legitimate like star level guys i i think derozan's really the only one i agree and i hope it's derozan but they're saying the westbrook talks are heating up and i don't know how that would work i strutter would have to be included in that so Westbrook, that, that would you have to give up like KCP and Kuzma and all that stuff to make the contract work. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah. So it's, I hope they don't do it. And Westbrook's not going to fit in. He makes every team worse. I mean, that's been proven now. So people who want to argue with me against that, so come at me. What do you think about Westbrook on this? Is, uh, is, are his days numbered with his athleticism uh, waning? What do you think? No, I think he just needs to have a better, um, you know, better fit for him. What uh, fit, bro? He's not going to fit anywhere. He went with James Harden. And then he made the team. You know, worse. James Harden was also a ball-dominant guard. Uh, Bradley Beal is also a ball-dominant guard. Like, okay, what's the be better fit for him right now? Where can he go where he will fit? I think he should go to the Lakers. I think that's like, you know, that would be the best thing. For all the non-Laker fans, uh, but <laughs> other than that, uh, <laughs> um, you know, he, he, he can go to a team that's being built, that's you know, that needs that leadership intensity, you know, like New York Knicks. The Knicks are not uh, taking that. They're not stupid. Julius Randle, uh, obviously, he doesn't have that stock, but he's been battling injuries the last couple of years as well um you know um so he's still he's still a solid solid guard um, he's, he's a great player but player. i'm just saying when every team he goes to and like he makes them worse and every time players... uh, i i i think he was too he, he's to blame for that in thunder with the with, with the durant but like in, in houston rockets and Washington Wizards, I think it also had to do with it just wasn't a good fit. Yeah, yeah. maybe. I mean, I, I still don't know how Daryl Morey let that trade happen, the the Harden, or the Chris Paul and for Westbrook trade. So I was, but uh, who knows? I mean, Westbrook, I mean, my just general consensus on him has been just his game is going to be absolutely, I mean, like, shattered part once his athleticism goes because he's fully dependent on that and yeah he shoots too many threes a game i think he's kind of not but he I, I think he did get better at that with the wizards so that was good to see so but just once the athleticism goes i think it's going to be tough for him and uh, i don't know kind of where like he he goes in. I mean, who who's really gonna trade for that contract? I mean, there's two years left on it. Rebound. What, there's... I think so. Yeah. So like two years, eighty-eight. Okay. Yeah. So I mean, we'll see what happens. But uh, what other Laker uh, things do you think are gonna happen? Rebound. Uh, what what's gonna happen with Harrell Caruso? They're saying Harrell is fifty-fifty. I think Caruso is gone. I hate to say it. I mean, he's a fan favorite, but I think he's gonna get paid. And yeah, I think he bounces. I, I hope they. I think they'll match pretty much anything for Horan Tucker. They're all in on him. It seems like they're like the Miami Heat with Tyler Hero. It seems like maybe it's a little bit over exaggeration on that, but that's what the Lakers seem like. They don't. They just don't want to trade him. So they're all in on THT. 
And then everyone else is like 50-50. Wesley Matthews can, he might say, I don't think so. Uh, who else is there? The Mor Morris, Markeith, uh, he's 50-50. Uh, I don't know who else we got that's a free agent. Drummond's gone for sure. Uh, I think Marcus Hall's on the roster, KCP's on the roster, Davis is, LeBron. That's that's pretty much it. The main main guys. Okay, so I mean, we'll see. I mean, what happens kind of with the free agency? There's not many like other big names that we haven't kind of discussed already. So obviously, the trade targets we just mentioned him earlier, Anis, and we mentioned him on a previous podcast. Ben Simmons. Which team is trading for him? Where where do you think he's going? I think uh, one trade they can do is with the OKC. They got shy. Okay, shy, and what else? That's it. Uh, yeah, no, obviously, rest you can add some, but you know they're they you know they're trying to get trade value for him, like he's James Harden, but you know that they're not gonna get match. If they get shy, I think shy is gonna be a good uh, fit with them. Beat and uh, yeah, they can. Add other assets, picks. They have like 26 picks, OKC has, so they can throw in all the picks if they want. Right, right. What do you think, Rebound? Yeah, I don't know. I mean, uh, they said, Woj said their asking price is very steep, so I, I don't know. That, I mean, that's how you got to start with negotiations. You got to start high and then meet in the middle, you know. When you negotiate on anything. Yeah, I mean, their their expectations are high, but just unfortunate for them. I mean, his stock is not very high right now, considering uh, the last thing on people's minds of him is kind of how he uh, played versus Atlanta in that conference semifinals. Uh, he was basically unplayable in the fourth and missing all the free throws and big liability offensively. So that's yeah. kind of the last thing on all the GM's minds. So that's how they're going to approach negotiations with uh, Philadelphia so right what do you what do you what team do you see I don't know it depends what they want in return I don't know what, where he can go I mean maybe Miami Miami for what you gotta include Tyler Hero I mean for this Hero and what else what else is really getting um, Philadelphia going for that Robinson. I don't know. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, as bad. But what uh, what team on this do you think that can where Ben Simmons can legitimately revive his his career? In the gym. In the gym. <laughs> okay. Learn how to fucking shoot. Like I don't know how you can't learn how to shoot. Can you repeat that? You can pick up any the amount of resources and training that Ben Simmons has. You can pick up any person in the world of his age, and you can teach them how to shoot in a year, as long as they don't have any physical disabilities. Honestly, like I don't know how the fuck you can't learn how to shoot. <laughs> yeah, I mean, from what I hear, uh, in kind of these pickup games and these practice, uh, he's he shoots the ball like uh, without any thought. But uh, there's been some. Some uh, rumblings out there that uh, he has a kind of like a mental block in these games, and 
he ha- he's got to come overcome that hurdle. So I don't I don't know what it is with him, but we'll see what happens. It's going to be definitely interesting to see kind of some of the negotiations because for sure he's getting traded. I think just him and and B have run their course in Philadelphia, and we'll just see which team takes him. I mean I I said San Antonio in an earlier podcast, but that does not seem likely now considering uh, kind of what's going to happen with DeRozan, but. I thought that would be a good fit for him just considering kind of the culture they have there. And then uh, they have one of the better shooting coaches in Chip England. But that's going to be probably a, a outlier type team. So we'll, we'll see where he goes. Uh, I mean, you mentioned OKC. But I mean, if I think about it, maybe another team is Portland. We'll see. Uh, how that that progresses i mean i'm sure they're gonna have talks portland and philadelphia uh we'll see what what kind of the package is between those teams but that's kind of like the big trade target aside from that rebound uh what what are some other uh guys you hear about getting traded? obviously we heard about lillard i mean possibly wanting out right, right. do you think do you think he moves out of portland what do you think uh he hasn't said it straight from his mouth yet but I think he needs to go. I mean, he's given too much time of his career there. I know he's loyal and everything, but he's not going to win the championship there. You couldn't beat the damn Nuggets without Jamal Murray, so <laughs> that team's not going anywhere. So, Honest, Lillard gone? What do you think? Uh, really, I don't see him leaving unless... Uh I don't. I I don't see him leaving. I think Portland Trailblazers might make a move, but I don't see him leaving at the beginning of the season. I think he might leave mid-season if he does leave. Okay. Any other uh, targets rebound that you're hearing about, trade-wise in the NBA? I mean, uh, no. That's pretty much it. Okay. All right, Anis. Any other thoughts you want to touch on before we sign off for the night? Just uh, you know, missing basketball, and it was a pretty good final series. Exciting to missing watch. Missing basketball. Yeah. It's only been a week. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, always have a long day. You come home, you really turn the game on. You're like, oh yeah. You're not feeling the Olympic squad? Uh, no, I think it's just uh, kind of frustrating to see, like how they're not getting the calls. Uh, like the 2016 Olympics. And now 2021, in those five years, the NBA refereeing has changed so much. And these NBA players have gotten used to getting all these, like, you know, uh, soft calls. And now they're not getting those calls over there. And now they're getting, they're facing tougher competition physically. So I guess NBA has got to look into this and stop being a soft call league and, uh, you know, do a better job of uh, officiating. Yeah, I mean, we'll see what happens. I mean, luckily for them, they're in a pretty weak group, so they'll get out of that to the uh, the knockout round, the the quarterfinals, top eight teams. But I mean, from there, I mean, who knows? I mean, it'll be you got some tough teams there, obviously, and all those teams are getting better. So, and then this is, I think, Luca's first time in the Olympics as well, and he's he's got Slovenia playing very well, so. We'll see what happens. Uh, I mean, I haven't really watched any of the games. I'm just kind of catching some of the highlights, but should be fun. And 
Should be a fun draft. I hope everyone enjoys it. And Anas, thank you so much for coming on. It's always a pleasure. Thank you for having me, Z. Thank you, Rebound. Always a pleasure. Thanks for having me on, Zebo. Thank you for listening, everyone. I'll be back in about a week or two just to discuss all the free agency and trade happenings.